0: this is a podcast from Minute Media.
1: Hey, Pete teacher sick that means all of us here at the podcademy get to do whatever we want (laughs) Yeah, and what we want to do is review this next episode of season three of umbrella academy episode four kugel blitz are you ready to get into this
0: yeah, but you know, just want to say because there's a lot of crazy things going around. I hope it's you know just sick, and then teachers is going to be okay eventually. You know what I mean? It's not just like uh, you know like bad. That's sick. nice.
1: Did you feel like when you were growing up that you had a different take? You were never like you weren't yeah, like oh that were teacher like, gets the
0: teachers out. And I was like, does that mean they're dead? Is that if you don't see them wow. for a while, you get worried that you know?
1: Did you grow up in some sort of post apocalyptic or grandfather paradox situation where yeah, people were yeah. just I vanishing? Mean, Yeah. People were.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in a crazy time. You know, when I grew up like, you know, there was an episode of G.I. Joe where a lot of people thought Snake Eyes died, you know, and you had to carry that around with you.
1: Yeah. And you went to college and majored in Snake Eyes, right? (laughs) right. Uh, Classic major. Your thesis was beautiful. Uh, Mm. Here we've already diverged off of uh, Umbrella Academy. Let's talk. Let's do a quick little bit of recap um, because we have um, predictably a lot going on in this show. Yeah. Uh,
0: It's great the way they balance all the things happening. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah, Um, and like I've talked about a little little bit, um, this show really takes the time to let a lot of these scenes, plots, and characters breathe. And I think I was lightly complaining about it earlier, but it really starts to work once the season gets going, and it feels like there's so much going on, and we get to actually see them experience it. But let's talk about what's going on. The Umbrella Academy emerged from um, the their last adventures last season into this world that has, far, has been greatly changed. Um, the Sparrow Academy uh, is has replaced them, essentially, and they're well, much better at their job than uh, the Well, uh,
0: they, they know how to work together as a team, but they do seem like a bunch of douchebags just like our
1: team. Uh, I hate to tell you, Pete, but a lot of times douchebags are actually pretty good at their jobs. Um, oh,
0: man. You ever thought about Sick that? burn,
1: bro. <laughs> I'm not saying me or you. I'm not saying me or you. I'm just saying Sick. in general. Sick burn, dude. Uh, self burn? So the um, the Umbrella Academy is there, and they are a little bit lost. Um, you have someone like Allison whose family has gone.
0: As it's understandable, you go through and you're in a different
1: timeline, you're going to be a little lost.
0: You know what I mean? You're going to be 100%. trying to
1: figure things out. Uh, Allison, uh, trying to get back to her family, can't do it, very upset. You got Klaus, who eh, sort of doesn't give a shit, just floating around uh, doing his business. Though, uh, last episode— He saw, he learned a lot of things.
0: He's really kind of deals with a lot, which was hysterical. Yeah. The the pairing of them in this episode was mad. Well,
1: we'll we'll get to that in a minute. We're in the recap portion. Um, Then you have um, Luther, who's, um, as usual, uh, sort of just puppy dogging, a swole. He's like a little bulldog walking around the neighborhood. Um, He's fallen in love with a member of the Sparrow Academy. The Sparrow Academy, uh, ben, their lost uh, lost member of the Umbrella Academy, no. is in a leadership role over there, and hes, he's, he's, he's not sort of well a douche. No, yeah, he's yeah. not nice, and I know you love him, so I know that must be hard. That, for you.
0: It, this is hard to see Ben in this capacity. Like, first off, I'm glad this actor is getting time as a living uh, person in this show. So that's that's. You think hilarious. it changes it's as fun? an
1: actor? You think it changes his performance? He's like, "Well, I'm oh, playing a living Ben now."
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, as classically trained, there's a big difference between when you're playing a living
1: character and a dead character. But do you think he was less like, oh, I get to play a living character? Cause I yeah, like he had the- to be
0: pumped up when he got the new pages to be like, yeah. what, I'm alive in this season? Holy shit.
1: Yeah, they're only dead roles, only living actors. Um, (laughs) But as Um, I was saying, you got Professor Hargreaves, who we found out last episode, is being drugged by the Sparrows. That's why he's so um, not mean to everybody. Yeah, and Uh, Diego's like, oh, man, we should have thought of that. um, We have Five, who is a runoff with uh, Lila, um, his former time traveler. uh, Lila, who... One team up. Who earlier this season dropped off Stanley, which is yeah. uh, she and Diego's son. Diego is like in full dad Maybe. mode. Maybe. Maybe. I like that you're really questioning the paternity there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But five's off with Lila, um, going back to the commission to go try to figure out what is going on. He's always the forward-thinking member of the Umbrella Academy. Uh, we have a uh, Kugelblitz happening in the basement, uh, which is uh, – we learn what that means and what that yeah. is in this episode. But mom
0: – We were close, though – it, yeah. We were saying hot pocket, and it's a blintz. I mean, that's a fancier word that's, for a hot pocket. <laughs> so we're a hundred percent correct on this. No,
1: no insult all to it. all of you. No insult to all of Europe. But a blintz is just a fancy hot pocket. Come oh, down man. here, come down here to <laughs> Earth with the rest come of us. Come
0: get me. Come,
1: come get us. Come
0: get me. Yeah. All oh. of
1: uh, cuisine has been set on its ear based on that. Hot take, yeah. I'm
0: stretching to try to save some face, but sure, yeah, yeah, that's fair, that's fair.
1: I love it. I think you're 100% right. We called it. (laughs) Um, what else can we say is going on? Of course, Victor, uh, dealing with uh, sort of a new leadership role for him, yeah, yeah, uh, thinking a lot about the past, which is where we start. In this episode. And you Uh, want to talk about
0: spending time with characters. This montage of the trunk of a car closing as we get these kind of like flashes of Harlan and Sissy's life. Really well done. Super fun. Like, just smart. Like, we... We get it. We understand. We can follow. So, like, this isn't really what this, this is about, but let me kind of quickly give you a little bit. And, like, the way that they did that kind of, like, montage right into the now of, like, Harlan and stuff, I thought that was really
1: fun. Well, and let's just establish that. We Over the course of the season, we've met this character, Lester Pocket, who, in the at the end of last episode, killed two members of the Sparrow Academy and injured also, Sloan.
0: Hot tip. I mean, I know I'm not the one with kids, but like, if you have a creepy kid, never give a creepy kid a
1: rabbit. Mm. Never. Interesting. Never do that. That's. Do you feel you feel like rabbits are good gifts for anyone? Really? <laughs> like if well, I gave you a rabbit for your next birthday, would you be like? I would be super perfect. pissed.
0: I would be super yeah. pissed. But I'm saying there are kids. That can get rabbits, and it not be uh, a bad idea. But could you say kids. a
1: gerbil? A gerbil is like a starter rabbit. That's where you can sort of yeah work on oh,
0: that. You never forget the smell of a gerbil.
1: Hmm. What a
0: what a thing to say! <laughs> you never forget <laughs> for the smell. For hamster, you sound like you have PTSD about this yeah, situation. Yeah. I used to babysit these uh, twins who had. Uh, I used to
1: babysit and, these two gerbils, and they oh, As soon as you walk in the house, the smell hits you in the face, man. It is gross, and the family just gets used to it, and they don't yeah. know that they say it. Yeah, they
0: don't know it anymore, and then you're like, man, you guys.
1: Yeah. It's like you have this weird cat smell that no one really talks hey, about. Hey, don't you dare. Okay. K- Kabootskis does not smell. No. There is no cat smell. There is no cat smell. But as I was saying, um, Lester Pocket uh, killed two members of the Spare Academy, saving the Umbrella Academy, but um, perhaps getting them into deeper trouble. And we find out in this opening credit, uh, opening cold open that you're talking about, Pete, um, that it's actually Harlan. It's uh, Harlan, Sissy's son, that um, Victor saved back in uh, last season.
0: Yeah. And, oh, and, that was a great moment when – you know, we got a reminder as well as the uh, Allison, Diego, and like that's, and Klaus like, yeah. oh, that's who, and they all were like, oh, shit, in unison. That was a great, oh, shit moment. I mean, one of the, I would say,
1: top 10, oh, shit moments in television. Wow, that's a quite a quite a statement to say. Yeah. I'd like to see your research. Um, I, I want to talk about sort of the this cold open and then the way the back end of it at the end of the episode where we realize that um, Harlan sees Victor carrying the uh, articles about the dead mothers, and we flash mm-hmm. back to the moment here where we learn that Harlan killed their mothers, and we see in graphic detail on graphic detail which
0: after you know what I didn't need to keep seeing it. You know, what I what agree. I mean?
1: I could have seen it show me the mom and
0: then, you know, just kind of, you know, but we didn't need to.
1: It was gross. The ear, I've never thought about ear barfing, but in general, I don't like it. And we saw a lot of it in this episode. Stop, man. Uh, Yeah, not necessarily. But it is interesting, like there was sort of grinding through their mysteries this season in a way that I like. I like that we're moving through them and to have this sort of opening reveal of Harlan and um, sort of what happened to Sissy and his how his powers are are rooted to Victor. And then at the end of the episode, he killed their mothers and sort of kicked off the grandfather paradox. Um, You you got to feel like Victor's going to feel a little bit of blame there.
0: Yeah. Would you compare it to maybe this like hot pocket of information that lets out little waves of information, uh, you know, an episode
1: at a time, maybe? That's nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hot pocket waves. Um, yeah. Hashtag hot pocket waves. It's it's trending. Um, <laughs> oops, it's trending. Oops, it's trending. Uh, oops, we're trending. Uh, so that's the overarching sort of season long thing that they have to figure out. Um but we have a lot going on with the rest of our characters. Uh, you want to go character by character and sort of work through this? Sure, sure. Um, let's talk about um, sort of the Klaus other side. And- yeah, we can talk about Klaus. Yeah. Uh, so so we get Klaus
0: fun- makes a great, great entrance as usual. Everybody's like frozen in position. Klaus just having the time of his life with his dad dances through the, the, the revolving door and an amazing Klaus-like entrance to be like, hey, what the hell? Uh, And then, you know, Diego pairs up Klaus and uh, his son, supposedly son, uh, Stanley, and it's a magical kind of team up. And hilariously, Klaus is drinking the whole time.
1: And And, uh, I agree. Like it is actually to just break that down a little bit. Well, first off, we have Klaus entering and sort of dropping the larger knowledge. I think this is a pattern. with Klaus is like, here's a deeper truth that will help us solve this uh, mystery and save the world. And Diego's like, no, like yeah. ignores him. I feel like classic Diego, everyone that's classic like classic brother is f- energy is just. Exactly. Great. Yeah. Yeah. He is big brother energy, Diego, yeah. or uh, bargain Batman, as he's later referred oh, to in a yeah, surprising that
0: way. That was
1: fun. But um, I do think everyone talks about Klaus as like the fuck up. But at the end of the day, it's Diego,
0: right? Well, I think they're they're all fuck ups in different ways, uh, but yeah, yeah. Diego is not as smart as
1: he thinks he is. But if we were to do like the fuck up power rankings, I think Diego's at the top. He's you've got to put
0: Vic in the top. Like he f- straight up like cut the moon in half and like de- destroyed the world. So I mean, that's but, you got That's a big fuck up.
1: But yes, scale uh, on a scale wise. But Victor has since like. Figured figured his shit out and is like sure, on top Victor of it. Victor so. is
0: now less fucking up, but I mean, how are we grading this? Did, do old fuck-ups not count anymore? Is it just no. new season fuck-ups?
1: Oh, no. I live my life where every new day, all of previous fuck-ups vanish wow. into the wind. Wash clean, huh? Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, so like the time I caused that paradox. Hmm. Uh, but I think the power rankings like Diego up there, uh, and that was Yours was Luther. a pickle
0: paradox, right?
1: Yeah, The Pickle Paradox. You yeah, know man. what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, man. I'll great. tell that story one of these days. <laughs> uh, but anyway, back to – so Klaus and Stanley, they get into um, their cleaning rooms. Klaus is really walking him through a lot of uh, yeah, big family stuff. stories, yeah. which I thought was really nice. And I really like – like you're saying, I like their hang yeah. until uh, Stanley ices Klaus.
0: Well, yeah, classic scenario. It's one of those fun uncle moments where you're having a great time, and then you realize, oh shit! Like you really got to keep an eye on these kids, man. Because if you turn yep. away for a fucking second, I know. They're, they're gonna, you know what I mean. And it's fucking full time,
1: dude. As soon as every time I record a podcast, my kids set a death trap for me, and I <laughs> barely get out every time. So, it, <laughs> well, I believe me, this resonated. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, and. uh but yeah, and it was this kind of fun thing where he was like, I thought you were the fun uncle. And he's like, yo, I'm trying to be new. I'm trying to be better. And it's a fun kind of realization for him. But, you know, as soon as a kid picks up a, a gun of any kind, you really got to, you can't just calmly be looking
1: around. You know what I mean? When you, you see face. that
0: gun in the room. Well, This like, is
1: a, this is a archery. This is like an arrow, bow and arrow.
0: Car? Well, no, it's a uh, it's like one of those scuba guns a spear or,
1: gun a spear, yeah, gun. spear
0: gun, yeah, yeah, and uh so like yeah, they're I mean, for use underwater
1: they keep those underwater, keep your spear yeah. guns,
0: yeah, yeah, but when you have one on the mantle, like when you come into a room you and you you know you're dealing with the kid, you gotta get those sharp objects out of the way quick, you know otherwise you're gonna pay the price it's uh
1: this has been parenting with Pete, uh, if you have any other parenting questions, please um hit us up on twitter, uh we are. But Ready. Uh, he's a great, what a parenting icon. But
0: also like the kind of Diego moment of like, he's putting something together with his dad and white buffalos. And is this his father's room just as he gets shot. So it's kind of like he has this realization and then is immediately murdered. Oh man. That's gotta be frustrating. Like you're working your whole life to figure something out. You have like a second of joy of maybe clicking something in and then you're mu- immediately
1: murdered. Now, do you think – and obviously, um, we could find the answer to this right now because the uh, next episode is waiting for us to watch. But we haven't watched it. Do you think Klaus is dead? And if so, do you think he will ghost himself?
0: Whoa, whoa, wow. No, I don't think Klaus is dead. I don't want him to be dead. Mm -hmm. If he dies, uh, a part of me will die. And I don't know if I can carry on watching the show. But also, like, you know – you know, you got to feel for whoever's got to clean that room because, you know, blood on all that white buffalo is it's just it's hard to get out. That is you're
1: talking. A, yeah, you're, you're really feeling for Stanley's probably going to have to clean it since that's literally what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. He's probably um, going to have to clean.
0: And it's tough when you got to clean up your uncle's uh, blood after you murdered
1: him. The idea of Klaus as a ghost hanging out, uh, if his powers somehow make him able to be seen by his family or something like that. I think that's a fun idea. Um, so yeah, because I'd be-
0: he was Ben's kind of conduit and he did a shitty job. So yeah. them him being a ghost and like maybe Stanley's the only conduit, or I don't know who's gonna be the like he's gonna finally kind of get to understand what Ben's burden was. Now that's yeah. amazing the fact that you called that. Now now I'm too excited and I'm worried that we're not gonna see it. Well, we but we'll see. We'll find out very soon. We'll find out, but um, man, that's a fun idea. I just can't. This can't be the end of
1: Klaus. They couldn't do that to us, right? I mean, they wouldn't no, do that to us. No, no, no. Klaus is going to be around. It's just oh. whether he's uh, can Maybe touch that Chris or not touch stuff.
0: Sensu- situation. Well, he'll be. Maybe he's able- going to
1: turn into a cube. cube? Yeah, yeah. Like my I don't cube. Know if that's ber- how it works. What
0: if you get cuberted?
1: Oh, interesting. So, do you think you're the afterlife? The religion you believe in is like you get, you die and you get cubed if you've been a good person?
0: Yeah. I've been like a fun is, person. When you die, they see what your highest score is and then you become uh, a part of that game.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, What's still, what do you think you're high? You're hoping for cube what do you, what do you think your actual? You're a candy crush?
0: No, it's uh, probably going to be right? Pitfall. I played a lot of Pitfall. That or uh, hamburger I mean, showing, showing the age here a little bit. Yeah, uh, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I solved uh, Mario Brothers
1: a bunch of times. That had to be a crazy score. You got some Bowser energy. I could see that. Uh, <laughs> let me let's uh, well to talk about Diego real quick. Wait, wait, he hey, is, I
0: I bore my soul. Uh, what what games would you? uh
1: oof, what game? I mean, I, I'm a tried and true Doctor Mario, so I would be oh, uh, I'd be throwing pills into jars yeah. <laughs> for all eternity. And honestly, I'd be pretty happy about that. Yeah. There was a time when I was playing so much Dr. Mario, I would close my eyes and I see know. the pills yeah. dropping down. Yeah, yeah. You talking about uh, that. So well. gonna, I was yeah. almost going to beat you to that, but I won't, you know. All right. Um, dream, uh, dream role. Uh, but um let's talk about Diego um as a parent. He is definitely doing some parenting here. Um, he does feel like he he has like father figure energy, but never really has the goods to back it up. Yeah. Uh So um, how do you feel? But his son seems to care for him at the top of the episode. They have a nice moment.
0: The hug was really nice. I think the fact that he's like, uh, you know, uh, there and and doing it is great. I mean, I wish he would stop trying to get rid of his son. Uh, That part's sad. But it seems like so far his son's been cool with it or doing all right with it. So I hope Diego gets better as a father for sure. Uh but right now it seems to be going okay, except for the fact that his son shot Klaus. I mean, that's gonna yeah, and that's tough because he's gonna be like, What's happened? And Klaus won't gonna be there to be like, yo, he shot me, so like how long it's, is it's Klaus gonna, gonna, gonna be lay mystery. there dead? Yeah, I mean yeah. Stanley might just run away. I mean, we don't know how that's gonna how gonna unfold. But uh, as far as talking about Diego, like he did a great job of like rolling up on Sloan and helping out that situation.
1: Well, um, yeah, he was being not nice. No, he wasn't. Not. But at
0: least it was like it get got him to the point where they could talk. And that was the important yep. thing. No fight. Let's fucking talk it out.
1: And, uh, and then uh, we have a bunch of time that Diego spends with Allison, who's having a tough oh, uh, go man. of it as well.
0: Like, if we uh, want to, yeah, talk about that. Like, first off, great. Glad that they were sitting there being like, yo, having to survive in this fucking crazy time and like uh you know people don't understand i felt really about
1: allison's speech yeah um, exactly With the flashbacks which they really took some time to like to put out there like it has been hard for her especially compared to everyone else um and that they don't understand her and so i appreciate them really showing it It really was an affecting moment to have those flashbacks there to yeah for sure this was a
0: super emotional app yeah um And so, yeah, I really was happy with the way they sat in that a little bit and let her kind of express that. And then, you know, she has the, you know, thing about the bargain Batman, but Diego's like, yo, punching people feels good, which I don't know as a philosophy or as a a father or something that you should be going out trying to say, Um, but it did help him and, uh, you know, uh, them going into that biker bar, I don't know how good of an idea that is. Because well, I I'm worried questions. about what Allison's going to turn into. Because in that one, you know, I think it was season one where we saw them all with superpowers, Allison looked fucked up and looked yeah. like she was really hurting people. So it was like, I'm worried about that becoming real. Well, I think
1: she is going sort of into a darker place um, yeah. based on the earlier part of the episode. But to talk about the moment, uh, Diego says, kicking assholes in their assholes is like therapy. Um, which i thought uh,
0: there was a lot was a of note. uh a lot of asshole mentions they talking about in a in, uh, imploding rectum um collapsing yeah. rectum i mean it was like yeah.
1: and it was the weird but, the butt's a great spot for a metaphor you know and I don't, i'm not gonna uh, agree with you I mean. it's evocative because we all have one a butt and a butthole so it makes sense that's, to use. I, you that. know you can't say everybody you know what I mean? wow. that's fair that's fair yeah. i don't want to be excluded
0: yeah exactly
1: um, and they also – I think it's interesting because what city does uh, Umbrella Academy take place in? Best guess. Because they don't really name it, but it's New York, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, it's like I a find
0: Gotham-esque
1: where it's like a yeah. version of but New York. But it, it's set in the real world. I mean they shoot the show in Toronto. Uh, yeah. In so that's what I was going to say. It's but I, I don't think it's it's meant to be Toronto. I think it's meant yeah. to be New York. Right. And I find it interesting that they drove around – brooklyn i want to say or uh queens and they fall up on a bar with a confederate flag uh, hanging outside i was yeah. like i don't know about i
0: this. don't know if that'd be that close to the city guys unless yeah, you've been you... driving for days
1: yeah so i was what a little mean, bit like... suspect about the use the use of the confederate flag there i was like that's a little cheap gang like i You could show a bar full of jerks without going to a Confederate flag, especially when it doesn't make sense for the region. And it's just a little, uh, plenty of people who are racist here in New York where I live, but Confederate flag hanging outside a bar where everyone's like, let's party. Not, uh, not a big thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they would have
1: to drive, uh, down South for that, but, uh, I, those places exist. They do exist. And let me say, I'm from upstate New York. Uh there's like UP and there are definitely bars in upstate New York and houses with, in upstate New York with Confederate flags uh in front of them. So Yeah. It's yeah. just in I mean, literally in New York City limits, it's a little bit rare.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you gotta go, yeah, you gotta get outside the city and up into the uh yeah. And uh that's super shitty. And I wish it wasn't true, but unfortunately, you know, you can't uh, can't
1: ignore it. Um, let's jump back and talk about Allison, sort of the first half of uh, her episode, because she's she's definitely in a darker place, and I think we saw that set up by her. Also, to find her her daughter and her there's, husband.
0: There's also this uh, theme that uh, when people go through a transformation, they get a haircut. How do you feel about that? I think that's seems true. seems like you just got a cut. I just got it. So did you? We're freshly cut. Fresh cut. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel a little weird that I'm not doing more drastic things with my life because I'm seeing people on television get haircuts and then completely change who they are. And I get, you know, I feel now I feel a little left out.
1: Well, I looked in the mirror and said, be a better podcaster. When I gave myself wow. a haircut and uh, I heard and a rumor, yeah. you rumored yourself. <laughs> I rumored myself, but oh. to talk about Allison, like um, she, the, the, her relationship with Luther is not nice. And yeah. like we've spent two seasons sort of building them up at least a little, I mean, obviously it tapered off uh, last season when they were dealing with everything back in the sixties. Um, but uh, her, the, they had a romance and a relationship and that feels like it's just absolutely gone. So any like Luther Allison uh, shippers, like I don't see it happening. Sorry. Yeah. Um,
0: I guess it's, it's over.
1: So and that's feel strange. Like, yeah. But I feel like somebody was
0: like, Hey man, this doesn't feel good. And they went away from it. And I think it's a better choice. If you're trying to ship them and you're upset about it, like I can understand that, but I feel like it's a better move for the show not to have brother and sister dating.
1: Well, they're not actually brother and sister. Yes, a. I know, I B, know. But
0: they also kind of are, and it's also a little. They're weird.
1: more coworkers, and I think you know people coworkers date coworkers. That's yeah, but it's not ideal. It's you're, you're not know. you're not. It's not ideal, but yeah. it does happen. Um, I liked their sort of romance and their story as it was building up, and obviously we moved away from it, like you're saying. So, but this, this is, is a new, this harsher place for Allison, and I do think when she rumors herself, that feels like. Uh, very, da- she's damaging, and she's willing to really risk. She doesn't know how that's going to work to rumor herself, and you can sort of feel her powers. Not like you hear the gears turning when yeah, she does yeah, it, yeah, uh, a little good.
0: bit. So it's not good. I think he punches the mirror, which you, you, I mean, this seven years of bad luck, right there. I mean, that's just uh, that's a horrible idea.
1: Uh, uh, giving yourself a haircut is hard. I've done it. And, uh, it's the results may not always be what you want.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's one of those things where, uh, yeah, it's, you know, in the pandemic, I think everybody tried to do, be their own barber for a little bit, but, uh, you know, uh, didn't turn out well. Anyways, um, I think it's one of those things when it comes to Allison, like she needs somebody to kind of hold her a little bit as far as like, she needs a relationship she needs either Victor uh, or Luther, somebody to kind of because like Luther had that moment of like, hey, thanks for uh, helping Allison out. And because Victor's now dealing with Harlan, like this is we're seeing Allison spin out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, And we
1: get that little moment where Victor's like, I can't deal with this. And yeah, which was and, pretty cold as ice. Like well, we she's had, dealing with a lot. See,
0: yeah. But we're seeing because uh, Allison was the one kind of early on who was called the victor. And then we're kind of seeing the flip side of that now, uh, which I just goes to show, you know what I mean? Like when you're dealing with family members or whatever, it's like, yeah, sure. There's a lot of history and stuff, but either way, you know, you can, you can, you know, you can be better. And and not, not, she's like, yeah, you're dealing with Harlan, We get it. But it just takes two seconds to be like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I know this is really important and like crazy and the world's on fire, but, this kid just showed up, saved our lives, and I have history with him. So I'm going to need like a, a minute yeah,
1: or two. Yeah. I mean, she could have said like, and I know, like, think about it. We're in a TV show. So like probably him showing up is going to be important to the plot. So like, why don't you let me deal with this? And like you go deal with your part of it, the plot. Yeah. And then we'll come together at the end and ideally save the name. So wow. that's the kind of speech I want to hear.
0: Wow. That seems a little too inside baseball, but you're you a think live it
1: producer. Is? So, I, you know, <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those things where you like, uh, you like it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Let's talk Luther um, because he spends a lot of the episode just trying to get his relation going with Sloan. And honestly, it feels like a sweet.
0: It's hard to trust anyone. When
1: when Luther poured his
0: heart out, I got fucking emotional, dude. I got a fucking. I was like, holy shit, man.
1: It was beautiful. And I I like it. I think their relationship is is real and I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm pulling for it. Yeah, I'm pulling for it big time. And I'm glad
0: that they didn't do the stupid thing of like. She's can't hear him because all the shit went down. I'm glad that they were able to talk. And, uh, you know, also she was like, yo, I got a plan on how we can save us and, uh, you know, our family. Yeah. I was like, oh, dude, I love this team up, dude.
1: Yeah. Luther, it's instead good.
0: of just being a, a dumb puppy Hoover. running around, uh, you know, like if he could have someone
1: to kind of help him out, it would be uh, it would be yeah. really great. It's great. Yeah. Um, let's jump over and talk about five and Lila who are sort of on their own mission. Um, they go great to the team. commission. Up. It is a great team up. I like their energy together. They're both sort of like reckless in fun ways. Yeah. Um, also Lila talking about like,
0: uh, you know, their lives and like who they are and where they're happy and stuff like that. That was cool to kind of, uh, see them with the back and forth and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. And, um, also just breaking down sort of the larger commission, which is something we've dealt with a lot over the course of the series. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's been destroyed. Um, The uh, five sees this video talking about how the grandfather paradox has come destroyed everything. And they have to find the bunker. They get down there and uh, five starts. It opens. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. Because the thing, we all know what that means.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When he gets all gassy, we know what that's about. But, um, as soon as the door opened, I was like, oh, this is like an oblivion situation where they're only going to be okay in that little pocket. This isn't going to save them. It's a
1: place to chill. It's a super swanky looking place it's where place they can chill. chill out. And, yeah. It's like that room outside the bathroom in like a really fancy hotel. You know oh, I mean? really? No. Or like know. you go in the bathroom to do your business and then you just hang out in this little middle room and you're like, it's sort of a weird place. Wow. You don't want to be stuck there, but it's a little hang. There's a couch.
0: I, you know, I. now that you say that, I've, I once went to a, a, a spa and there was like this zen room where it was like that cucumber water and you could sit on the couch a little bit, you know, before you went back out in the real world. It was like, hey, why don't you take a minute, like, collect your thoughts before you go back out in the madness. And I appreciated the extra room for that. What did you do in the spa? What was it like when you were relaxed? Uh it's, I mean, when you're like calmed down, you don't know what do you do with yourself.
1: It's a, it's a little maddening, you know what I mean? Interesting. So you got too relaxed. You went sort of through the looking glass. Yeah. You got so relaxed, you were stressed out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, bummer. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> uh, they they find five and Lila find um, five, old five. They watch him die essentially. Uh, yeah. Lila has a great line. I thought he'd be more man and less can. Mm-hmm. Fun. Um, and in like you said, Pete, in this room, there are no paradoxes the safe space. we get um old five saying uh oblivion establishing the, the the oblivion something that I think, call back call back that's the name of the hotel- the hotel obsidian where they're staying in this season is yeah, but when that in the dude, comics it's hotel oblivion right, I think but that, that when
0: that dude died, he yelled out oblivion,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: so that was the callback to that um just oblivion's trying. definitely a thing um. Yeah, it's kind of, they're kind of at oblivion. It's the end of the world. And uh, Old Five was like, yo, there's nothing to do, bro. But what sucked yeah. about Old Five is like he had to get yelled at by Young Five. And like he had, he was trying to tell him the answer.
1: You know what I mean? Well, but Young says, Five had to, had a good, he sp- says right before he died, we get to establish establishing the Kugelblitz, uh, which mm-hmm. is a kinky black hole which I think uh, makes a lot of sense. And what we talk with the words we use is hot pocket. Yeah. Um, and then uh, five before he dies, old five says, don't save the world. Yeah. Uh, so Which
0: is some reverse psychology, if you ask me, because it's like, if
1: you'd say somebody don't save the world, they're going to save the world. You know what I mean? That's nice. Yeah. Reverse psychology you know I mean? works. Yeah, it on does. It does. Um, uh, one thing that happened in this scene that I thought was interesting is five was like, it's only uh, the last 20 days saving, uh, stopping multiple apocalypses. And uh, it's funny to think about the fact that all three of these seasons have happened in the last, like, basically two weeks for them, which is stress a lot. That's a busy couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. I mean, and they say that there was a time where Vic was like, yo, it's only been three days for me. You need to chill with this. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, um, but yeah, it's. It's been insane. Also, I love the fact that Five's like into retirement. And it was like, yo, we don't have to be so
1: – we can just like chill out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, I, they, I feel like this room is going to play an important role in the, the season as a whole. They're going to end up hiding out there or something. And just like previous seasons, it's up to Five to sort of rally and figure out how to solve all of these problems.
0: I just got a quick question for you. If yep. I, uh, let's say I'm the man in the can, okay? Yeah. You roll up on me and I reveal a, a, a tattoo that's going to be the key to you discovering uh, what's going on. Could you just take a pick and maybe not cut it out of my chest? Would that be Because you want to keep it. But yeah, I mean, I made died? the tattoo as like a help thing for you, but I feel like cutting it out of his chest... I mean that's a little much, right? Just you know, take a pig or maybe just well, but to be remember fair, it, take a mental picture and then look for something picture. in the room that can help you and like, like a drawing. Like, yeah, I could
1: draw. Yeah, like uh, let I me say know. though, like the tattoo, like you're done with it. So like, pass it on.
0: Yeah, but like uh why cut it out of his chest is my question. You know, what I mean? maybe like, it wasn't why is maybe that it your wasn't first a first instinct to be like, yo, this clue. I'm gonna need this, so I'll
1: just cut this out of his chest. Maybe it was less like I need to take this with me and be like, that tattoo looks looks bad. Like it was like a tattoo removal. Oh, it's a
0: tattoo removal service. So like like, it's like, hey, if I die in the future, you know, take off all my. Let me clean
1: you up. Let me clean you. Yeah.
0: Uh, Interesting.
1: Okay, I'm happy to do it because
0: I thought maybe it was cutting it out to then take it to a tattoo guy and be like, I want this.
1: Yeah. Oh, Maybe. that could be too. Maybe he's like, yeah. Ooh, that's sweet. <laughs> um, and, do, and I'll cut off any of your tattoos and replace them with like some hair or, or like whatever you want. Oh, thanks. Maybe a little like, you know, you get the rubber patch to when you have a flat tire.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put that like on there. Up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Patch them up. Um, so lots coming from five. It's funny how five has been put in the same role every season. I'm curious if that will hold throughout this whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess uh, we could talk a little bit about the Sparrows before we wrap up here. Um, we got uh, well, Ben, we Faye, and Cube. We didn't really talk about uh, Vic and – We'll come to Vic oh, okay, at the right end, you. I think, okay, um, great, great, because great. that's where it wraps up. But, um, sure, sure, sure. So we it up. Ben, Crow Lady Faye, Chris Q. Um, and Dan. Uh, uh, Hargreaves, sort of. It's funny how when we first met them, they were like on top of their shit. I mean now that we're four episodes in they're an absolute mess they're like struggling they can't deal Ben not great in the leadership role they're obsessed into the the number rankings they're talking a lot about number one number two all that but it's funny I've never really thought of it that way for Umbrella Academy I've never been like oh they're in they're ranked yeah yeah
0: I mean they they're so different and that's the thing and you know kind of like uh, they talk about it in a previous effort. It's like when Ben died, I think it was Klaus, they, or no, it was Luther, they kind of, that death split them all and scattered them. And we're seeing this in the Sparrows where it was like they were a well oiled machine taking care of business. Everybody knew who they were, uh, you know, and then they kind of run into these guys. They get some, you know, you're going to fall apart. It's going to be, it's going to be a shit show for a little bit. I, I just don't know where we're going to land with the Sparrows. Like, hopefully we'll be able to get along with them and that it'll be cool um, for Luther and Sloan's sake. But I don't know if they're going to implode and, you know, die uh, attacking a hot pocket or what's going to happen.
1: Here's my prediction. I think um, Crow Lady Faye dead. I think Ben joins Umbrella Academy and comes through with them at the end of the season and is back alive and on their team. Um, Chris Cube. I think Chris Cube goes off and lives a fun cube life. Well, 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 hear me out. Okay. If you have a,
0: a hot pocket of lava and then you got a floating
1: cube, it seems oh, you like you, see, you see, this sparkle. is a
0: showdown. This is good. Those two have to face off. You have, oh, I thought to, you
1: were going to say they have a possible meat cube coming up
0: or that. Yeah. They have a meat cube. Somewhere. It's called a meat
1: cube. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, they are both floating objects right. uh, from different worlds. One sphere, and Chris
0: was red, yeah. and now he's like a, a lighter green. So he's like a know. mood cube. Yeah. So like maybe, maybe yeah, get those
1: two together, see what happens. He does. see Yep. See what happens. He does seem to be a little bit, a little nasty. He's a little bit of a roaster, you know. Yeah. Yes. He is. Yes. He is. So he doesn't I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best attitude to go into a romantic comedy, which we're fully predicting for uh, Cube and uh, Kugel Blitz. Well, that's the thing, though.
0: You know, uh, sometimes you meet somebody when maybe they're not at their best. You know, and uh, maybe
1: love that's will true. save it all. You know. So, so I guess we can fully say that we are shipping Cube um, Blitz hashtag Cube yep. Blitz. Uh, so please get out there and let's see if we could get these uh, these fun shapes to fall in love. Yeah. Huh? It's a nice, lovely story. But let's talk about Vic. Uh, Really struggling, I think, to take in the arrival of uh, Lester Pocket and the reveal of Harlan. Of course, it's it's very difficult. And I think we didn't really get to see what's inside of Vic's head with this, but it does feel like he's going to be struggling with the guilt. Like, he saved Harlan's life, and then Harlan went on to have sort of a troubled life. And then the revelation at the end of the episode that Harlan caused the grandfather paradox and killed their parents, so their moms. So I do think it's uh, it's a tough uh, – Vic's in a tough spot. And then we get the, the – at the end of the episode, um, Luther and Victor go to meet the Sparrows, give them back uh, the bodies of Jamie and Alfonso. And Ben, sort of being a dick, is like, I want Harlan. I want the old man. Um, we're going to get our revenge on him putting Luther and Vic and, and the entire plot sort of in a, in a tough spot here.
0: Yeah. It's uh, it, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that it doesn't go uh, that way because um, you know, it doesn't seem right that the, you know, the old man didn't know what was going on and was trying to help. And
1: I mean, but he did the, kill their moms as an act of revenge for sissy dying.
0: I don't know if he did that consciously or not. It seemed like he was, his mom died, and then he went into a rage situation. I think was, a lot of
1: times when you, when you go into a rage situation, that's your fault. All the time, I think, technically.
0: Sure. I'm not. Yeah. But what I'm trying to tell you was I don't think Harlan was like angry and then like, I'm just going to kill moms. Like, I think he was just like, ah, my mom died. And then I don't, you know what I mean? Like,
1: I don't know. I, I hope we, that gets explained. That's fair. I guess we don't really know. But my takeaway from the way we saw it was that when Sissy died, he killed specifically only the moms of the Umbrella Academy.
0: And that's what seems like Vic feels. Yeah. I mean, we got to kind of see from Vic's face here as we kind of like faded to black at the end of the scene. It wasn't really faded to black, but it was like this moment of like Vic dealing with this information and like how do we – you know, I I was really nervous that Vic was going to turn into the white monster and just uh, murder Harlan, yeah. um, which still might happen. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what that means moving forward, because now it's like, are the Umbrella Academy going to try to kill Harlan? Are the Sparrow it wants well, to think- kill Harlan? So, like, how's that all going to?
1: You know, I think if it comes out, if um, Victor reveals um, what he knows about Harlan, I think the, uh, some members of the Umbrella Academy will want to get revenge on Harlan. And I think at the end of the day, you know, Victor's going to feel responsible for creating Harlan and creating the situation. So that guilt is not something that the Victor traditionally has done with, uh, dealt with very well. So trouble on the horizon.
0: Yeah, I mean, Vic is just kind of like – you know, uh, if gets too worked up, could like r- literally murder everybody. So, uh, yeah, that would be uh, I don't know who could win in the Harlan Vic full on power up. So, uh, you know, hopefully it
1: doesn't come to that. But I predict we will find out the answer to that question. Is there anything else in the episode you wanted to touch upon, Pete? We did a pretty thorough job, honestly, like extremely thorough.
0: I don't know if you need to pat yourself on the back on that. Like,
1: honestly, uh, we're the kind of douches who are really good at our jobs. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't
0: know if I'm, I would Plus, ever say remember that. Remember, I right.
1: rumored myself into being a better podcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah a, d- you're doing great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just, I feel like some things I wanted to kind of touch upon was what sucks is when our team is pulled apart. You know, because like them together is really and it's frustrating because they're constantly kind of going off and doing their own thing and it's it is very maddening. Um, and you know allison is is one that you know, I really wish someone realized like, hey, we can't uh, we can't just kind of let her spin out. she's going through it too much. And like I love the part in the beginning where, you know, there was this kind of face off with Sloan and, you know, Luther was like, I will fucking murder you, Diego. And then uh, Allison was like, you're going to do that to me, too. And it was like this, oh, shit moment of yeah. like, oh, Luther, I don't I don't think you he can kill Allison. That. He can't deal with those feelings. Yeah. No. You could I could see, you know, uh, brothers fight all the time and, you know, have real rage for each other. And like, yeah, maybe that would go down uh but um i don't know in the
1: luther diego fight i feel like luther might win i feel that too yeah Uh, yeah. i definitely feel that too um the only other thing i want to say is um i find it interesting that klaus never really uses his powers like i feel like he had a some opportunity here to talk to the ghosts of the sparrow folks that died jamie and alfonso Mm -hmm. doesn't do it don't you think you'd talk to more ghosts
0: well, I don't know how Klaus's powers really work. I mean, we just see him talking to Ben. It's not like he's reaching for people or, or stuff like that. It's just like if they're around, he can talk to him. I'm not sure. But speaking of Klaus, it was a funny moment when Stanley was like, "Laundry duty doesn't seem that bad," and then he's like, "Yo, dude, yeah, laundry is yo. Know, if you <laughs> with the Laundry's sock situation, gross. I was like, I was like, that was the smartest." grossest way we could kind of tackle that so i appreciated uh the fact that we didn't get into too much detail but at least there was that
1: uh nod uh, to it there um exactly we always give a nod to laundry the real work out there in the world um so let it's time to turn it over to uh wait wait uh, i just
0: want to say i also really liked in the allison uh diego kind of chilling in the car moment how uh you know allison had this moment of like you know, what I'm not just gonna open up to you and then immediately does. I thought that yeah. was a fun kind of brother sister kind of moment where they were like being tough and then kind of like uh but I'm also glad that Diego stood up and wasn't gonna let anybody, you know, talk smash. Uh, talk trash about slushies because they're the best, and
1: uh, uh, slushies know. are gross. What are you uh, talking when, about? When you have one, you're like, I wish this is a milkshake, and you're right. No, for, for no you're dude, on a
0: hot day, having a slushie—what are you out of your mind?
1: What's the Slush. Best? Think about the name, slushy. Bah, yucky. No, nope. slushy is yucky. No. Um and on what you were saying about um, Allison and Diego, like what this series always comes down to is these are kids who. Rather than growing up to be adjusted human beings, they grew up to be superheroes, essentially. And they're always playing catch up with what it's like to be human. And they do it. The show does a good job of always pushing and pulling on that essential premise. Uh, So uh, let's turn it over to um, uh, the only other section in our podcast uh, (laughs) where we decide who got top marks. Uh, Pete, who's got top marks here today for you?
0: You know, this is a tough one because yep. the, uh, the, uh, the sissy stuff got me real emotional. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Great to uh, see you. You know, the Luther and Sloan stuff got me very emotional.
1: Oh, yeah. Pure emotional basket case.
0: But um, the uh, I'm going to give it to Stanley. Stanley, the child. Yeah, that's right. Wow. The, the emotion he showed with the hug and then the kind of the like fun discovery with klaus and then the look on his face after he murders i i was really impressed by the acting and also i like how we really see D, it, like stanley having diego moments a lot too so it's uh it's very interesting
1: that's really nice um i'm gonna give it up to luther i uh, love the role really family. love the spot he's in oh, it's great to see him because Uther's a character that I feel like he's gotten a raw end of the deal from the jump. Like he was on the moon for too long. He's got a hairy top uh a, a lot. It's got to be itchy underneath any piece of clothing he's wearing, and that would bother me. Um, but it's really nice to see him seemingly in a genuine relationship, ha- having his feelings reciprocated directly for a change and able to sort of act on the the things he wants in his life. So I yeah. I, I really love to see it. Um, all
0: right, man. I, I agree. I mean, I, I really was like, I thought for sure that Victor was going to kind of like have a moment where it was like, oh, I get a haircut. And then Allison, you're going to go and get a haircut. You know what I mean? Like a real sister fight, brother, sister fight, you know, but it's, uh, I'm, I'm glad we didn't see it.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, folks, that's the episode. We'll be back very soon with um, the next episode where a lot of our theories will be immediately dispelled, um, <laughs> which is one of my favorite parts about it. It's just yeah. guessing at stuff and being wrong. And what? hopefully uh, Salves will be back yeah uh yes please because uh, this part i'm about to do now he does and i don't know what i'm doing so um if you do like our podcast please um subscribe uh, to it um leave some comments any sort of thoughts we love a five star um let us know how you're feeling about um hashtag uh blitz um our latest uh ship trending ship Um, You can follow us on Twitter at Podcademy. Uh, Please do that. Um, We have a Patreon that you can uh, join to support the show, or we have a Slack where we talk about Umbrella uh, Academy. Sort of a lot, actually, especially right now. There's a very active convo going there. Come hang out with us. It's really easy to do. And uh, we'll see you next time. In the meantime, just um, just get out there. And, uh, Pete, I'm having Hot Pockets at 6. What time are you having Hot Pockets? 6.30. Let's do it. All right.